Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair. This is episode three, and I'm so glad you are joining us today. This episode features Janelle Arthur, who is a Nashville-based singer-songwriter. You may remember her from season 12 of American Idol, where Janelle came in in the top five. Since then, she's been in Nashville singing and songwriting. She's collaborated with artists including Vince Gill, the band Perry, and the Swan Brothers. And she also got to fulfill her lifelong dream by singing at the Grand Ole Opry. Most recently, Janelle is starring in the movie Running From My Roots. Janelle plays Faith Winters, who is a country artist who moves to Nashville to make it big and fulfill her dreams. When she comes to some tough decisions and sort of gets lost, she goes back to her hometown where she rediscovers who she is and what she believes in. It's a family-friendly, faith-based film, and Janelle tells us all about it in this upcoming episode. Um, Janelle is just such a delightful, genuine, kind person, and I cannot wait for you to hear her interview. So, here we go. Hello. Hey, Janelle. Hey. (laughs) All right. Well, if you're ready, I've got it set up to record, so we can just go ahead and start. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. I know that you are a busy lady, especially this week. (laughs) And isn't it your birthday this week, too? Yes, my birthday is December 12th, so oh my goodness. I am, yeah, so I got my video today, the movie tomorrow, and my birthday the day after that, so it's a pretty big week. Oh my goodness, well, happy early birthday, and congrats on so everything much. else. Um, for the listeners, I just thought, you know, what could hurt about DMing someone, you know, slide into the DMs, as they say, and Janelle was yeah. so nice to actually respond and set up a time to <laughs> talk about this, so I was very excited, so thank you for oh, that. Of course, thank you for reaching out, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of social media. I feel like um, so many people, that's kind of how things are getting done these days, you know? Right, yeah, it gives you great opportunities, so um all right. Well, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of where you got to where you are now? Well, um, that that could be a long story. I'll try to keep it short. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm originally I'm originally from East Tennessee. Um, I grew up in a small town called Oliver Springs. Um, that's not too far from Knoxville, and uh, I actually ended up. You know, I was singing pretty much before I could even talk, I was trying to sing, and uh, so my parents, they were just very encouraging, and uh, they just noticed that I had this, you know, strong desire to to sing and and be in front of people and and be on camera, and that they would videotape me, and um, it was just uh, kind of a no-brainer, and uh, when I was about seven years old, um, I auditioned for um, a uh, show kids choir as they called it, and uh, it was a traveling choir with um, a lot of kids that, that, you know, enjoyed singing, and I had auditioned for it, and I did not make the cut, and uh, my mom knew that I was, uh, yeah, she knew I was, I was really upset about it, because um, I had been singing it for so long, and I, I mean, I, well, I was only seven years old, but still, I had been singing, <laughs> I had been singing since I remembered, and uh, yeah, I, ever since I could remember, and um, I didn't make it, so she she saw an article in, in the newspaper because we lived um, only my hometown was only an hour 
away from Dollywood, which was where I grew up going to, to, you know, to the park every year. And my parents would always take me to go see the shows. And she just, just decided that she would call Dollywood up and she said, um, would you be interested? Uh, or no, she said, she said, actually, are y'all interested in having any kids in your shows this year? Are you looking for any uh-huh. kids to be in your shows? And uh, they said, yes, we are actually looking for one little girl to uh, portray a young Dolly Parton. <gasps> oh, my and, goodness. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so that was kind of a uh, the beginning of it all. She said, can my daughter come and audition? And I said, sure. <sighs> And How um, fun. yeah, so that was that was the rest was history, really. With that, um, I, I auditioned and got the part, and then I was there for three years, and then oh. I went on to perform in other uh areas in Pigeon Forge. There, there are a lot of different theaters there. If you've ever spent much time in the Pigeon Forge area, there are a lot of different shows like Country Tonight Theater, that's where I was the longest. Yeah. Um, Country Tonight originated in, in Las Vegas. Um, then they also have, they had a show in um, Branson, Missouri, and Pigeon Forge. And Pigeon Forge is the last standing, I think, <laughs> unless they brought uh, Country Tonight back to Branson. Uh, it is the only one that, that is left, and it's a, just a great show. And I was there the longest, but I was also at places like Smoky Mountain Jubilee and Governor's Palace and uh, places like that. And then I moved to Nashville when I was 20 and uh, decided to to pursue um, just the hard, the hard <laughs> road. The singer-songwriter, yeah. Yes. Uh, was, you know, I was um, very fortunate, you know, to wake up from the time I was eight until I was 20, um, just knowing that I could do what I loved to do every day and make a living at it. And so to come to Nashville and kind of pursue um, uh, just everything out here, it's a completely different, it's, co- it's just completely different. And uh, there's, there are no guarantees that you can do what you love every day uh, for a living. And mm. so, um, but I, I ended up letting my family talk me into auditioning for American Idol. That's and, right. <laughs> yeah. And so I auditioned um, season 10 season 11 uh, and season 12 and uh, my first two seasons I made it to Hollywood and ended up getting cut Um, uh, then my third year my third season to go back finally made it uh, to the top five and then you know the rest is just kind of what I've been doing in Nashville since then and that would be writing songs playing the Opry I've been blessed to have done that I didn't even think that would happen once um, what an alone, honor you know, that is a huge of, honor <laughs> honestly it was uh that was I mean it's like if I never do anything else that was really the, the top of the list for me um you know some people they might they that wouldn't be the top of their list but it was the top of mine so um Absolutely. I, I, you know I what did you thankful. what did you sing at the Opry I sang um my first time I sang was I'm so lonesome I could cry Okay. And then I did an original song called Young and Reckless. Mm -hmm. And then I did, um, I ended with a gospel song. And, um, and it was just beyond memorable. Uh, and it was, I was so nervous before I went out, but, um, I just remember thinking at first I thought, you know, I can't, I cannot handle this. I cannot handle if this is really happening. I, I, I really, I almost 
wanted to run away, like run from the stage or, or from the wings. Right. And I just re- and I just remember standing there and thinking, no, I I have I have prepared for this my whole life. Like I like since I was uh, four years old, mm-hmm. um, I had had this goal, and and here I am, and, and I and I am ready for it. So it was a, a, a huge blessing. Um, thanks to, uh, Pete Fisher, who, um, was the general manager at the time and he, uh, he invited me. So, wow, that's, that is so exciting <laughs> to, Thank get, you. to get that opportunity. Well, and I know that you are a singer and a songwriter and I'm always curious, do you have one that you prefer over the other or is it an equal love for both? You know, I do love, I think that if I had to say which which one I loved more, it would probably be performing. But the thing is, I just can't imagine my, my life without being able to write songs either. So, because um, I've done that for as long as I can remember. Um, way before I moved to Nashville, I was writing songs. And so, um, I want to write for the rest of my life. I don't know if I'll be able to perform for the rest of my life. You know, I mean, I'll do it as long as I can. Um, there are a lot of people who are still on stage in their eighties. So (laughs) I guess it can happen, but, um, I do love being on stage. That's kind of my comfort zone. And, um, you know, as much, as much as songwriting is therapy, I, I, I really think that being on stage is also, therapeutic for me and it's not only because of um just the adrenaline and the and just the release that you get just by just expressing yourself um not only vocally but you know physically and just you're just putting yourself out there laying it all out on the stage but also I just think that I'm connecting with people and I'm also helping people escape their everyday um the everyday things of life that just can drag you down or uh, become overwhelming and when people are at a show you just know that they're that they're that's where they are and music music is just my therapy so I just think it's it's a it's a beautiful way that um I can connect with with people in the world and and that's why I love it so much Absolutely. That's, and that's one reason I moved to Nashville or the Nashville area about two years ago. And I love all of the music and just, it it is, it's a special connection of going to hear people, whether you're at the Grand Ole Opry or, Mm -hmm. you know, just at a small, tiny family restaurant down the street, you know, it's it's something special. And that's where I first, I saw you at the station Inn during the songwriters festival. My cousin Katie was visiting and, um, and so we went down, and it was we had never been to the station in, but it was just such a fun experience to sit, tell stories, and yeah. sing, and um, yeah, it's this unique community feeling, you know. Definitely, and and I, that was really great meeting you there that night, and um, it was it's kind of funny. The station in is a a place where so many people have so many big time people have played there, but you, you wouldn't think that just by looking at it. Right. (laughs) It's like fold out tables and chairs and (laughs) yeah. And and even the bluebird, I mean, you go there and it's like, yes, I was, I was actually there last night. That's so funny (laughs) that you say that. Yeah. 
Right. You just don't, it, you don't think that it, if you just look at it, if someone just saw it, they wouldn't think, wow, that's where people get discovered or that's where, right. you know, the big people, the big time stars play. And, uh, that, that's one thing that's really cool about Nashville, I think is, um, it's just that, that, that whole thing. Yes. And it's in the, the people. That, it's not in the setting or the exactly. decor. It's, it's with the people and the stories. Exactly, and I think that it's kind of neat how people that, that go on and they do huge things, they show up at little venues like that. It just yeah. it shows the humility, too, um, in my opinion, because they're like, well, I'm not too good for this. So right. that's kind of a beautiful thing about the people who are in not only the country music community, but just, you know, just in Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. Well, can we talk about running from my roots? Of course, of course. <laughs> so you are the star of this movie. <laughs> tell I us, guess. tell us how how you got connected and got into that, and did you ever think you would do acting? Well, um, that's interesting. I had I had acted a lot when I was younger. Um, I had not done much on film. Mm -hmm. Um, I had done, um, a few performances on stage, um, like for my eighth grade drama and stuff like that. Um, and that was, that was, you know, I'd been on stage a lot, but to, to, um, be called when I wasn't, I was completely pursuing 100% my singing and and writing, songwriting. And, uh, I was just a few days away from signing my first publishing deal when um I flew out um but I, I actually signed my publishing deal and four days later flew out to film the movie oh uh, wow and yeah so it was it was like everything kind of hit at the same time which that's kind of how it that's how, how it goes anyway. <laughs> you know when it rains it pours good or bad so right uh I was you know pursuing my, my songwriting and um but then I got the I got a call from a production company and um they had seen me on american idol and we had uh, the one of the casting directors had um a mutual friend who is a is a fabulous actress my, my great friend uh terry minton mm-hmm. and she she called terry up and she said i would really like to get um your friend janelle who, who i saw on american idol for this for this movie uh because we just feel like she would fit this role and we would rather have a singer act as a singer than an actress act as a singer which Uh I totally get that because it always bothers me sometimes when I see when I see you know things that are uh in movies where it's not portrayed in the right way you know for music and stuff and uh when people are you know up on a stage and you can tell that it's not them or it's even if it's not live it's it's okay if it's not live but um I just appreciate it that they thought that's what they wanted to do. Absolutely. And I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet because it comes out tomorrow, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. It comes out tomorrow. But I'm, which I'm very excited. But from w- what I've seen of it so far, I mean, the singing and performing is the heart of the story. And so it makes sense that they would want to have someone who really understands that life um, primarily as a singer, you know, to then be an actress as well you know <laughs> yeah and I was so glad that they that they went that route I mean I didn't know if they would regret it though because I had no clue what I uh <laughs> if I was going to be um wor- you know really in the end worthy of, of that role or worthy of you know starring in a movie because I had never done anything like that before um and it's so different people don't understand um that 
just the difference between stage and film. Mm. When you're on stage, everything has to be over, you know, it has to be exaggerated from your makeup to your outfit to your movements. Mm-hmm. Um, facial expressions. Facial expressions. Anything that, that if it's going to read to the audience, it has to be exaggerated. Um, but in film, it's just so different. Everything, it's, it's about nuance and, you know, you have to feel what, what you're saying, but you can't overdo it um and so that was that was uh for me um I just I didn't want to get um in my head so I didn't watch any playback so that means I did not watch any of my scenes as we did them so I didn't want anything to get in my head that said you know saying okay something I couldn't fix about myself and it for it to bother me throughout the rest of the of the um filming so I just kind of rolled with it and just prayed that that I would just do the best that I could and that I would not be um regretful or just you know or ashamed of of my performance and um so I was so thankful that that they gave me a chance and also that I went for it yes I mean that that takes a lot of courage to say I've never done this before but I'm gonna put myself on the line as the star of this movie (laughs) it was beyond nerve-wracking I mean there were there were times that I woke up um you know even probably this 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 year and I would wake up almost just in a panic like what if this is the worst mistake of my life like what if I (laughs) that's so sad don't do that (laughs) yeah that's what I, I would wake up and think what if I am just the most horrible actress anyone has ever seen and uh so it was it was such a relief when I saw they sent the movie to me on Blu-ray and I got to watch and I I just was um I think I had set myself up that it was gonna be so awful that I was gonna be so terrible that you know it helped because I was pleasantly (laughs) surprised and I was happier with my performance than I thought that I would be um especially just for um having the weight of the film on my shoulders and um but I, I was blessed to have worked with the people I worked with and I couldn't turn down the opportunity when I heard that the singer of Strawberry Wine the country music hit Dina Carter uh, Dina Carter <laughs> um whenever I heard that she would be my mother in the movie if I took this role also that she would be producing the soundtrack oh. um when I knew that there would be there was a lot of you know, integrity with the with the soundtrack aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. That there was going to be so much, t- you know, time and attention put into it, and that people who understood music would be involved in that. That right. was really that was um, my that was really just just the. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just, yeah, just the, I, that, the final, not the know, last yeah. straw. But yeah, what what convinced you to that this was the right it, it choice was. to do? Yeah. It oh was, my goodness. Yeah. Well, how was working with Dina? I I can only imagine. I mean, how iconic. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I I can remember dancing to her music um, in an apartment that we had in Pigeon Forge, uh, listening to her her album. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was younger, and I can remember, just it was a room we had two twin beds in there, and I would just dance. Um, I loved her music, and um, and so it was just really surreal to get to uh, not only work with her, but we we got to live in the same house. 
Oh, while during the making of the movie? Yes, they put oh. us, she and I, just just the two of us, in the same house. So we um, we got to we really got to know each other, and we had a lot of fun, and we have similar. Um, we just have a lot of similar beliefs and, and views and uh, maybe even some similar characteristics. I don't know. I think she's a lot more free spirited than I am. She's, a, <laughs> she's such a free spirit. And uh, But mm. you just feel, I think everyone would say this about Dina, you feel like you have known Dina your whole life when you meet her. Mm. She makes, I, I know she has to make everyone feel that way. Isn't that such um, a gift to have that kind of is. warm and just... I guess hospitable personality where you just yeah have that connection. It is, it is. and so and it's and it's just weird because I know that sometimes you know you can have that and it's some for some people it's like it's a turn off and mm-hmm. and it's just with her people are never turned off by by her presence like they just everyone loves her and um it's just that that's it is a gift and um she's so warm and kind and um and she was easy to work with and I just can't say I can't say enough about her and uh well I'm sure having that off camera you know building that relationship and living in the same house helped for the mother-daughter relationship on screen it really did it really did and that was just a really good move on on their on production's part uh because they they did put us in the same house and that was our opportunity to really bond and um so we had that that chance and you know had you know, opportunities to really talk about all kinds of things and write songs together. So I think that it came across on screen oh, um, for sure, our chemistry. Wonderful. So That's great. And you, speaking of writing songs for the film, you co-wrote the title song, Running From My Roots, right? Yes, I did. Yes. How special was that to be able to contribute in that way as well? It was so special. And mainly it was, it was one of those, wow, you just – Everything has such a purpose, whether you realize it at the time or not, even if it's not in that moment. You know, I had written this song um, with my friends Jeff Hodge and Stephen Paul, and now we're friends. But before that, we had never really written together. That was our that was our very first writing writing session together. Wow! And usually, you know, if you feel like you have a really good, you know, um, hook or title or melody going. Um, you know, if, if it's a first right, if you don't really know um, how you mesh with people, usually you kind of hold back on those. And for some reason, I just went for it. And I told them, um, you know, just I kind of sang for them how I was doing this running, running, running and mm-hmm. um, and told them my hook and everything. And and it just ended up they, they were the perfect people to write this song with. That's we would have never gotten this song if it hadn't have been. Um, for their, for them being in the room and for all of us, you know, um, all of our, just our energy together. It was great. They're such good people. And when you, when you just connect with people on more, in more ways than just songwriting, it's, it's always helpful. Right. I feel. No, that makes um, sense. Well, I, I love that song and I can't tell you, you how many times I've driven to and from work singing into a Gatorade bottle <laughs> you know oh, <laughs> just so to sweet. that song I love it especially the oh. end where you kind of change it up a little bit you know and it gets Thank real soft you. oh my goodness I'll, I'll put the link obviously so everybody can listen but it is a great great song so Thank I can only so imagine much. how good the movie will be <laughs> 
Thank you. I'm telling you, it's it's um it's really exciting to have the song out there. It's available, you know, on iTunes and Spotify and mm-hmm. everything. And then um, the music video just came out today, the world premiere on CMT.com. So yes, oh my goodness, and your outfits in the video, oh, <laughs> oh they're they're beautiful. I mean, you look you look stunning and do such thank a wonderful so job. Much. So thank and you. I wanted to ask you about the faith element of this movie, um, because yes. I know that you're a person of faith. And so how did that draw you to making the movie and how important was that storyline for you? Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of, um, I wouldn't, I would not have even, uh, considered doing this movie if it, if I hadn't have, um, read the script and, and known that it was a story that I was happy to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried my best, you know, I am an imperfect person and I make mistakes, but I, I very much so tried throughout my life to always think about what I'm doing in the present and how it will affect the future or how, how I will have to live with that, especially if it's something in the public eye. So I, when I read the script, you know, I, I loved the fact that it was a family uh, faith film and you know I knew that it was something if I did it I would not regret it later and yes. I would not be ashamed of at least um, what I was putting out into the world and the message I was putting out there um, and so that that was a big deal to me and that was um, it wouldn't have mattered who was in the movie it wouldn't have mm-hmm. mattered anything else if it had if it hadn't have been um you know, a, a story that I felt like it had um, a, a lot of morality to it, and and that was that was definitely a big deal for me. And without giving the the storyline away, what is sort of the message of Running from My Roots? Well, you know, the message um, overall, you can probably even listen to this song and understand. Because it really just, the whole song explains the story, and that's what it was so strange, is the song was written way before I was called about the movie. Mm. Um, and so I sang the song in the movie, and then they ended up changing the title from Take Two for Faith to Running From My Roots. So, ah. um, but yeah, so the movie is really about this girl who lives, um, she moved from a small town to Nashville, and she's just you know living living life and and making records but um she ends up realizing who her real friends are and uh a lot of you know things can go wrong in the music industry uh <laughs> yes you know over time and and it's just the whole thing of what are you willing to do um to to keep your career going okay mm. and for for this in this storyline, I feel like it's a lot more lighthearted um, than you know than um, some things that people go through uh, when they're when they're trying to keep their careers going and the pressures that they feel. Um, but this is, of course, a faith family film, you know, so it's not going to go right too, too super dark into the too, deep end of yeah, <laughs> all the exactly. problems that can come yeah. up. Sure. But yes, you get but the I, idea, definitely. You sure do. You sure do. And I think that it's that's it's like that with anything in life. You know, what are you, what are you willing to do, or how far are you willing to go? Uh, you know, it to um, keep, you know, the 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 
public's eyes on you, even if you're right. not like trying to be a star, even just in your everyday life, you know, what are you, you know, are you staying true to who you are and letting, or letting people change you mm-hmm. just to be accepted? Right. And how, how much that, do you compromise? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that, um, it's just, you know, she kind of gets fed up. She goes, she goes back to her hometown and, and things pick up from there and, and I won't give away too much, but yeah, it's just, I'm thankful to have also portrayed this character because I, I feel like with every single, um, Southern blonde, Southern <laughs> female character that I have seen in any type of film or movie or anything, typically there's just this stereotype you know she's either a pageant girl right um she's either a mean a mean girl mm-hmm. um she's just a mean little debutante you know <laughs> yes it's uh, usually how it goes and so it was very nice for me to be like accepted with my southern accent and for me to just portray this character um who had a lot of dignity and integrity and just a lot of um it just was very uh, a, a very straightforward, strong character, and that yes. that really meant a lot to me to sort of put that out into the world and give maybe some some people a different perspective on a Southern female. Absolutely, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's so true. Um, usually, you think of the Southern blonde, you know, maybe spoiled girl with mm-hmm. daddy's money or whatever, yes. and so you're kind of putting a twist on that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, um, okay, well, this is not about the movie at all, but I have been wanting to ask you. You write with the Henningsons, right? Yes, I do. Oh, well, my I gosh. have before. You have before. Yeah. Tell me, uh-huh. I, I just love them, and I feel like um, not enough people know about them and their music. I, just, I think they're so brilliant. True. And so I was they wondering, are. does has Janelle written these songs that I listen to? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because you're on their Christmas album for Silent Night. I, I am. I'm on their Christmas album. That was so kind of them to, to have me be a part of that. Um, my uh, friends, and, you know, I'm just so thankful that, that they um, have, you know, had the time, made the time to write with me as well. Because, you know, they had six cuts on the Van Perry's first album. So That's um, right. I just... I felt very honored that they made the time and we have written multiple times. Um, and so, yeah, just, just, they're incredible and they're really good people. And they, you know, I hope that they continue to make, make music because anything that they do is going to be great. Um, but it's also nice to meet good people in the industry as well. Yes. And, uh, so they're very refreshing in that way. And, uh, I, I just loved working with them and, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I, I know why you're a fan. I am too. So. <laughs> you get it. Yes. Well, and I think they, kind of like you are doing with this movie and your music, but they are um, in this, you know, secular world, but they also bring, you know, they have faith and they are, you know, Christian. And I love how on their Christmas album, yes. which has lots of just, you know, fun um not non-religious songs, but they also read part of the Christmas story straight from Luke during one of their songs. And I just, I love when people can just bring, bring the gospel and bring, you know, faith into a world where other people might not normally hear that, you know? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly, I think, why anyone who is a Christian goes into country music, that has to be their goal, um, is usually for 
the, the, the just the reason that they know that you know most of the time Christians are listening to Christian radio, um, and you you'll have Christians listening to country radio, but you're going to have people who um, may may not be may not be believers or may have never you know been um, just ex- exposed, exposed to, that, to anything right. like that. Yeah, and so I think that that, that is beautiful that they do that and. I and that you do just, that as well. <laughs> you do. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I try to. And um, I, I, I really always try to have, you know, uh, some faith, some elements of my faith put out there with my song, Front Porch Swing. I sing Swing Love Sweet Chariot um, yes. at the end of that song. And, you know, and Jesus because, Loves Me, My Safe Place is home. I love that. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And, you know, I, I think that it's just Christianity. It, it's, it goes so much more being an artist and a Christian, it goes so much more than your, than your Instagram bio. Mm. You know, Preach, so that sorry, is true. You say, <laughs> Can we I say that Jesus? again for the people in the back now? <laughs> yeah. It goes so much more than saying, I love Jesus, or it goes so much more than saying Jesus lover. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot more than that, especially if you are called to do this and you're a believer, mm-hmm. then, then, you know, it, it, you have to, you, you need to, in my opinion, at least I know that I feel that I need to do this. It needs, that people don't need to just know that from my Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. They, they need to know it. Yes. In you and in your life and in, um, and like you said, nobody's perfect. You know, we're not perfect people, but um, that, you know, if the light of Christ is in you, then that's, that's going to go a lot further than, you know, your social media or one thing you say it's it's going to be a part of your life so yes it is and you have to be you know um it's almost like a, an oxymoron you know popular christian um, <laughs> because, yes because if you're a, or a famous christian i mean you you know you're you have to understand that you're trying to reach as many people as you can but it's not necessarily a popular road and it's not necessarily um um, a, a stance that every it's that definitely that every it's definitely not a stance that um, everyone's going to be um, for or open to or appreciative of, and so you have to just do this because you 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 know that you're meant to do it, and wherever God takes you, then that's where you're supposed to go, and uh, so that's kind of where I have been throughout you know especially these last five years since I got off of American Idol, I've just been. You know, I've had some some really down times, but I have to, but I have to be so thankful for the times that I have had where I know that He has protected me, yes. um, where He has shut a door because it needed to be shut, mm. and even on my hardest days, you know, I have to, I've had to remind myself that you know He's going to. Um, he's always going to let me end up where I'm supposed to be oh, as long yes. as I'm, st- as long as I'm trying to walk in the light and he's going to, he's going to take care of that. And that's, and that's also like that. I'm telling you what I've had to tell myself. I'm not telling <laughs> you this because I just, you know, I'm telling that's what I've had to tell myself and, and that's helped me get through it. Um, if that helps anybody else out there listening, you know, that's kind of, that's been what's helped me. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. That, and that, I think, people will see that in this movie as well and um it's it's a very special thing that you you've been working on so and that you're living you know <laughs> like you said well thank you so much so, um tell us where we can find the movie and the soundtrack and 
where we can follow you, <laughs> all the okay. all the details. <laughs> yes, well, I'm on you know I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Instagram is Janelle Arthur underscore. Instagram, Inst, uh, sorry, uh, Twitter is um, Janelle O Arthur, and then a Facebook is just Janelle Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I have the movie out. Um, it, it, well, the movie is out at uh, all the major retailers uh, on their websites right now. Target, Walmart, Best Buy, stuff like that. Um, even ChristianBook.com. It's available there as well that you can order. Um, and tomorrow, supposedly, it is supposed to be exclusively in Walmart stores nationwide. What a so, big deal. That is exciting. It is exciting. That's kind of, that's weird a little bit. <laughs> my, mom, my mom is in town with me and we're, we're going to go to try, we're going to try to go to the Walmart and see if, if uh, they've got any on the shelves. But um, yeah. our director said, that some places it could take a couple days before they mm-hmm. hit shelves. Uh, they hit the shelves. So, but definitely yeah. people can get this in time for Christmas. And what a great they gift sure for can. really anyone. I mean, you know, it's, it's a family friendly age. movie, so that's yeah, that's great. All ages, all ages. Um, it's there's nothing in there that anyone should be um, afraid of, of their their child seeing. Um, and that's that's something that I, I, I'm really proud of. And uh, yes. you know, it, I've been telling people there it's a good stocking stuffer. So <laughs> it is a good that. stocking stuffer, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Janelle, I'm, and it's just been an honor to talk with you. And I just Thank am so, so proud of you, you and so grateful to know you and we just can't wait to cheer you you on and I'm speaking for my my podcast listeners too we're excited for you so thank you so much I appreciate that it was so great talking to you thank you for asking me to be a part of it of course all right well best of luck and happy early birthday thank you (laughs) bye bye girl is she not such a sweetheart I had a blast talking with Janelle and I hope you enjoyed listening to the interview Remember that you can order Running From My Roots online or you can buy it at any big box retailer starting December 11th. And like I said earlier, the music is excellent. I can guarantee that if you download the song Running From My Roots, you will be car jamming, singing into water bottles in no time. If you like this podcast and want to support it, you can give it a five-star rating and write a little comment if you would like. That will just help people find it. Um, You can also subscribe. That means every time I come out with a new podcast, it'll automatically show up on your phone and you can listen to it right away. And seriously, I want to thank everyone who has supported me, encouraged me, and just by listening to this podcast, that means a whole lot. I really enjoy doing this and I hope you enjoy listening as well. And that rounds it out for episode three. We will see you next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye.